0: Welcome to the Goes and Girls podcast. Goes and Girls is an online book club for women which aims to empower and inspire women through the lessons we learn reading non-fiction books. This week in episode 7 of the Goes and Girls podcast, I've invited a guest onto the show who I feel incredibly proud actually to welcome her to the show. Um, she's somebody who has had a huge impact on me over the last 18 months to two years. Somebody that I met a couple of years ago and little did I know then the huge impact that she would have on my life. She is now an author of two books with one coming out tomorrow. She hosts some amazing retreats across the world and I feel lucky and privileged enough to have been on her Bali retreat in January. So anybody that knows me will know who this is. And she has become a coach, she has become a friend, a mentor, and I honestly cannot thank this guest enough for the positive impact that she has had on my life and the positive changes that I've seen in myself since I was first introduced to her first book, The Goddess Revolution. So without further ado, I would like to welcome onto the Goes and Girls podcast, the amazing Mel Wells. mel thanks for coming on the podcast oh
1: my gosh donna i'm i'm so grateful to be here it's absolutely my pleasure
0: oh i'm so excited to have you i think everybody i haven't really mentioned that you're coming on the podcast but i think it's to be expected because anybody that's seen anything goes and girls related knows that i'm a huge fan of yours
1: (laughs) same here same right back to you
0: oh thanks love Okay, so obviously I feel like we need to start by saying congratulations on the second book. Oh, thank you.
1: I'm so excited.
0: So tomorrow uh, it's available for everyone to buy. Um... And so I'm interested to know, obviously, your first book has had, you know, has had some crazy, like, ridiculously amazing reviews on Amazon and people are talking about it and social media. Like, if you just look up hashtag the goddess revolution, like, it blows my mind. It's, it seems to be, like, such a movement that you had in that first book. So tomorrow, obviously, your second book, Hungry for More, comes out. Can you tell us about what's different? in in regards to the first book and now the second book?
1: Yeah, sure, so with the first book, um, it really heavily focused on diet culture and how we can basically kind of inspect our relationship with food and break free from a lot of the conditioning that's been put on us from um, from you know this diet culture that we've all grown up in really and, and are surrounded mm. by still. So The Goddess Revolution was really about that, um, and hungry for more is less about food and dieting and more about your life so it's really about looking at our cravings in a different way and asking ourselves what we're truly hungry for on a deeper level than just food um, so it's still aimed at people that have struggles with their relationship with food as I think we all do to be honest and yeah. food is the easiest way for us to express ourselves when we feel pain or discomfort it's the thing that we turn to to try and control when we feel out of control of our life so I do think it's something that people need a little more guidance with on um but a message that I really want to get across with this book is changing or healing your relationship with food is not about food it's about your life it's about looking at all areas of your life um all aspects of you and going on a real journey of self-discovery
0: amazing when you read, uh, sorry, when you wrote the first book, did you always think that you would definitely write a second book that would be like this, or do you think it's a reflection of your own sort of personal journey?
1: Do you know what? It's it's a strange one because I don't. I think I think there's a part of me that knew that I wouldn't. There's a part of me that knew that I had more than one book in me, but the idea for this second book hadn't materialized until about a year after the goddess revolution came out. Um, and yeah, it was really just because of the, the journey that I was on with it and how healing my relationship with food and breaking free from my uh, eating disorder and all of my kind of shackles of dieting and all that kind of rubbish. Um, Uh that really took me on an amazing journey, um, of changing my life. It wasn't just the food that changed, you know, I, ended my marriage I you know moved across the world yeah <laughs> you went all out you <laughs> changed a lot and if I hadn't if I hadn't started with examining my relationship with food and trying to you know go hell for leather on healing that then none of that would have happened so there's a lot of personal stories in the second book there's a lot of um, there's a lot of guidance on how you can make big changes in your life if you realize that you are actually, you know, unhappy or unfulfilled or out of alignment somewhere. So there's a lot of that stuff in there, because those are the tools that have really, really helped me. Yeah. but People that are still struggling with food, emotional eating, binging is, are going to get a lot out of this book as well.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned that there's quite a lot of personal stories in there. Do you feel like this book is quite vulnerable? Like is is it, is it making you feel slightly vulnerable?
1: Yeah, it it really is. I've been quite anxious about it. Not, not so much now because like it's the day before, like we're recording this the day before the book is actually out there. So I kind of like surrendered to the fact that there's literally nothing I can do at this
0: stage. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But definitely when it first went to print, I was literally a nervous wreck because I think because I've been speaking so openly about my struggles with food, I've like been, I've been very open about that for years now. Like, you know, I think I first came out about, you know, recovering from an eating disorder. I think it was like 2013 or 2014. So I'm very used to talking about that. Um, but what is very new for me is opening up about my relationships. Like, you know, my, you know, just, it's just a lot more personal. I guess food yeah, has yeah. become, it's still personal to talk about my eating disorder, but I, I guess I'm just so used to talking about it now that it doesn't feel vulnerable anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, you know, this, when you're talking about other people, when you're talking about intimate relationships, there's definitely like a kind of, <gasps> Oh my god. But um yeah. I just I just think that it's gonna help people that are feeling stuck. And that's what I keep yeah. kind of remembering. There was a lot that I wrote that I that I actually ended up taking out, but there's still a lot of stories in there that I'm like, did I really keep that in? Oh my gosh.
0: Really? <laughs> wow. So I think there's something really powerful about you know vulnerability. I think in terms of yourself, like it's amazing that you have had the courage to share those stories. I think it empowers and inspires other people to also be vulnerable. Do you find that you thrive off situations where you allow yourself to be vulnerable?
1: Yeah, I think I've kind of realized that when I am vulnerable and just real with people, it really connects us. Um, And that, you know, all of my, you know, close, intimate friendships are there because we get vulnerable with each other. I don't have any shallow friendships in my life. I like going deep with people straight away. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) I'm just done with kind of surface level stuff now. I want to talk about more real stuff. Yeah. Um, But, you know, that's not to say that there's not a place for small talk and surface level stuff. There is. but, But I definitely... I wouldn't say I thrive off being vulnerable. Maybe maybe I do without <laughs> realising. But um, I think it's something that I'm still navigating on social media because it's such a fine line between what's vulnerable and is actually going to help people mm. and what is just oversharing and people don't really need to know.
0: Don't need to um, know, yeah.
1: I don't ever want to, um, I don't ever want to, what's the word? It's not my place to share stories that involve other people or Mm. I'm not going to share other people's secrets and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So really, I have to always check myself, like, is sharing this helpful to people? Like, are people going to get something from this? Are they going to relate to it? Are they going to feel less alone because of this? If not, it's probably I can just keep it it for my journal, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Totally. So, um, ahead of tomorrow, how are you mentally preparing yourself for publication day?
1: Oh, wow. Well, to be honest, I'm feeling really happy. Like, I've woken up this morning feeling really relaxed. Um, I'm just going to enjoy it, to be honest. So. I think like the last few days I've like cancelled a couple of things and just spent a lot of time just by myself, just nourishing my soul and doing things that make me happy because mm-hmm. I really, this week is really big for me, you know, not only am I um, launching this book tomorrow but I'm also going on Loose Women which is like a huge dream to me. Amazing! Yeah, um, uh, I'm so excited, so I guess I really want to make sure that I am really present this week and really enjoy it. I yeah. don't want to be stressed. I don't want to be crazy busy. I just want to be able to enjoy every single moment. So I'm just I'm yeah. slowing down rather than speeding up. Yeah.
0: I guess, you know, I can imagine at the weekend when this week is kind of coming to a close, you're going to be like, it's going to be amazing. I, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued to know how you're going to be feeling say Sunday night, you know, with, with the launch and loose women like it's exciting it's it's really really cool
1: this is as well I think because my style of writing is really kind of I guess it's just like I'm talking to a girlfriend um it's quite conversational so I think Mm -hmm. because of that people read my books really fast (laughs) yes (laughs) they're like super easy to read people like probably by the weekend a lot of people will have finished it you know that's the truth yeah
0: I cannot wait to get my hands on it. (laughs) I'm clearing out my schedule just so I can read it.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Um, So would you say that you feel differently about, uh, especially in the lead up to this publication date uh, in comparison to your your first book? Did you feel more nervous last time or is it about the same? Or have you done anything differently this time? Um, I think I'm calmer this time. I think last time... It was
1: two two years ago and I, I didn't have as big a uh, reach. I think because it was my first book, I was a bit frantic about it and I was a bit like, I was just so desperate to get it out there mm-hmm. that I just crammed my schedule full of so many things um, to try and promote it. And mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm quite, I've I've still done that to a degree this time, but I'm quite lucky in that more people have come to me. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I've been able to choose how I do it and hopefully do it a little bit more calmly Mm. Um, but yeah it's so different it's so different because I think again with the first one it was kind of like if you know if it gets out there and only you know five people love it then that's fine if everyone else just thinks you know it's just absolute garbage then you know all right at least I I wrote it and put it out there yeah yeah but I think with this one because I know that so many people loved the first one I'm just like I really want them to love the
0: second one yeah
1: um so that there's that which you know there's that kind of extra pressure I suppose with, that wasn't there
0: and how does it um obviously you know reading sort of different things on your website social media and things about how you know women have really benefited from the academy or you know if it's a retreat. How do you manage the feedback from others?
1: Well, I think all feedback is good because you can mm. learn from all of it. Um, I do feel very, very, um, very like nourished by it. it. It really, it gives me such a sense of fulfillment and joy that I've never experienced before. So you know, like it's, mm. it's incredible, and I, and I don't take it lightly you know every time I get a message from someone it Mm. literally makes my day it's like honestly it's like the happiest the happiest thing ever when I get when I get those messages and and even even though I've had so many I literally like every single one I'm just like I it's like if whenever I get it I'm like ah, I like have a little to Rick or someone that I'm with and I just like celebrate because each message is like a human that's had problems with food and I've yeah. somehow helped them. And I just think that's just like, Oh, that's just incredible. And I just, yeah. this makes me emotional because I never, I never, God, I just never thought that like, like the, some of the darkest times in my life would turn into this positive mood. Um, so yeah, I really, uh, it it does, it gives me something, that nothing else can ever give me yeah and I guess for you
0: that's that's what success looks like for you
1: yeah it is it's it's really knowing that I've that I'm making an impact and um and obviously it's it's really I think it's just human nature that when we get like one negative comment or one you know whatever we go oh my god this means I'm a failure this is yeah and I'm definitely guilty of doing that and just honing in on the one negative comment if I do get it and then what happens then is I try and learn from that because the truth you know there probably is an element of truth there there's probably something there for me to look at um but what I do is I then go and read all my own testimonials (laughs) yeah and go just remind myself do you know what it's one person and and a lot of other people think that this work is fantastic um but there's there's always room for improvement you know always yeah definitely
0: um I feel like you're going to get asked this question a lot but I want to know what you're hungry for more of oh
1: yes I am hungry (laughs) for more creativity um, which is something that I am really loving at the moment. Um, um, I am hungry for more... I think I'm hungry for more travel at the moment.
0: <laughs> I've been in London for yeah. too long. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. So, obviously, um, I want to talk to you about books, and I know that you and I have had plenty of conversations in Bali about books, but... Um, what books have had a significant impact on you and your journey? I know uh, we've spoken before about the impact of the China study on you, but has there been any other books um, sort of when you first started out, even now or through this whole process, this journey that you've been on, what what books have really stood out for you? Yeah. Oh,
1: great question. So one book that totally... Um, you know, totally changed everything for me was Light as the New Black. And I read that when it first oh. a few years ago. And um, this was before I was friends with Rebecca. Um, I had been to a Hay House event, picked up her book. And I think that's a great book for anyone that is kind of at the start of their spiritual journey. Um, uh-huh. And I, you know, devoured that in like a couple of days. Yeah, same. I, like, absolutely <laughs> loved it um so definitely that one um was quite a pivotal for me um yeah while i was writing hungry for more i was reading um recovery by russell brand and it's it's a lot of um like i've quoted i've quoted that book in hungry for more because i think it's such okay. a profound um book on addiction and spirituality yeah. i think you know disordered Uh, eating disorders and food addiction like that shouldn't be discounted like that is an addiction just like drug addiction so I've you know a lot of not a lot of a lot of it but like there's definitely a part of the book where I speak about that and um, so that really I I really recommend reading that book if if you have any any form of addiction in your life And then more recently, um, I think I have a new favorite book ever, Donna. And it's like, I'm just carrying it around with me everywhere. Oh my God, what is it? I've not even finished it, but I want to already read it again. I think I might just just keep it in my handbag forever. So it's The Artist's Way. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, (laughs) I mean, say no more. Yeah. Apparently, Elizabeth Gilbert said that without the artist's way, there would be no Eat, Pray, Love.
0: <gasps> I didn't know that. And I mean, if that's not a to get the book, I don't know what is. I guess that that obviously that's maybe had a big impact on your creativity. Then. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: really helping me. I think. Do you know what? I think like when you have a business, I think. It's easy to kind of get caught up in this kind of masculine world of business. And you can kind of, at least I did, I saw creativity as, oh, I don't really have time for that, you know. Um, I've got so much to do. (laughs) And um, I've definitely been making more time for it. And there's there's a chapter in my book on creativity as well. But obviously, when I wrote it, that was a year ago, and I've I've really explored it a lot more since then. Um, I mean, just you know, there's so many moving parts to my business, but I've still found the time to go to acting classes three times a week because that's how I creatively express myself. Um, You know, I'm filming now with Rick, doing more of like behind the scenes film work, which I just absolutely love. Um, And I think, you know. creative expression is so important and I really think there's so much power in going back to things that you did when you were a child because that was just who you were before the world told you
0: yeah I agree I love that as well so, would you say that your creativity has now become like part of your self care routine? like I'm interested to know what self care tips do you have or what self care things do you do on a daily or a weekly basis um that really help you mm,
1: yeah, so um I think people know that I'm like really big on journaling, and in the second book, there's a lot of like journaling prompts after each chapter, so if you really mm-hmm. want to do it properly, you know. Use use them, um, and there's also meditations. So yeah, meditation and journaling. I'm 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 really big on, um, and yeah, making like scheduling in appointments with yourself. So, you know, um, things that really are important to me right now are those classes, and I don't I don't ever miss them. I mean, obviously sometimes I have to, but I prioritize them. They go in my calendar, and they're just as important to me as interviews and meetings are um you know same with like I've not done boxing in a few weeks now but with that it's like they they go in my calendar and you know if something comes up and it it clashes then I can't do it and actually the only reason that I've not done it in a few weeks is because I bloody haven't put it in my calendar. And if it had gone yeah. in my calendar, then I would have been there. Yeah. Um, but when it when something doesn't go in your calendar, work fills the space.
0: Yeah, you know? that's
1: so true. So I'm I'm really big on putting things in my calendar that are self care things. And another thing that I just like I did yesterday actually is I had the full day to myself and just spent it kind of doing nothing, but just doing things that nourish me, which is like going to the park, taking my book, going on a date by myself, like taking myself to a nice cafe or something. And, you know, my phone died at about 12 o'clock and I was at the opposite side of London and I just went, ah, good. (laughs) And just like wandered around. No one can contact me. Yeah, it was great. Like,
0: Are you somebody because uh, I'm quite inspired by I, I mean I feel like I, I'm slowly doing more things just for myself and you know I have like evenings just for myself now but are you somebody that has always enjoyed your own company or is it something that you've had to sort of learn on your journey
1: oh god it's definitely something that I've had to work on it's it's been such an important part of the journey for me because when I you know when I had an eating disorder, God, you're like, I was literally like my own worst enemy. I couldn't be mm-hmm. alone with myself for like an hour before pressing self-destruct. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I couldn't live alone. I couldn't, I couldn't spend any time alone. I had to, you know, if I was alone, then it was bad news for me, basically. I was in my own addictions. Um, so being around other people all the time was how I tried to maintain control um which which sounds and then you know, to be honest it was kind of the other way for a long time as well so like when I was under eating then I was you know when I was alone it was good because it meant that no one could impact my food choices but basically alone I was just um uncomfortable very uncomfortable I felt like I was sitting in a void of nothingness yeah um, and so it's definitely something that I've had to really face my fear with and tackle head on um and gosh like the thought of eating in a in a restaurant or a cafe alone a few years ago would have just been like debilitating like oh my god I could never do that yeah think of me the shame the embarrassment oh my god I do it all the time now all the time um and I definitely I noticed that if much time with people then I have to fill my own up my own cup up regularly
0: (laughs) when you're feeling motivated or rather what motivates you to do what you do so are you somebody that does a lot of manifesting or visualizing like what kind of tools and things work for you yeah all of that <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah on all of it so i I do a lot of vision boarding, I write down goals all the time um I'm very visual, so I like images and I'm, I'm I'm less into like writing um I'm less into like um how can I put it? I just like an image. So like, if I, if I have an experience that I want to manifest, I will find an image that makes me feel like that, or that represents that. Um, and then I will kind of step into the image, if you like. Um, but I'm also like always writing lists, setting goals. And, you know, a big thing is, you know, the big thing that I do is that I think a lot of people don't, is I tell people about them, like, I I don't share my, I don't kind of keep my big dreams or goals to myself I am always telling people because I think that makes them more real um yeah I think when you hide them then you and you're too protective over them then it almost becomes like it it, it feels out of reach for you somewhat if you're not able to say it to someone out loud um yeah so yeah I'm big on telling people actually how I got my um my book deal with Hay House was I I don't know if I've shared the story not many people know this but I I wrote an email mm. to myself from Hay House like a really email saying hi Mal, um we loved your book proposal um are you free to come in for a meeting next week with love Hay House oh. And, wow,
0: that's
1: um, amazing. I it to myself and I sent it to myself, and then I screenshotted the email and made it into an image and put it on my yeah. Facebook. And I said on my Facebook publicly, this is like three years ago, put it on my Facebook and said publicly, guys, I'm manifesting a book deal with hey house. This is what's happening. Um, you know, basically give me all your good juju. This is what's manifesting. That is so cool. Yeah. And then, so like, imagine then to like, be able to be like, well, it just, it's just like, well, it's happening. Do you know what I mean? When you do something as, as bold as that, it's just like, how can it not happen? Even if it doesn't happen right now, eventually it will and you know i'm i'm so big on the visualizing and the manifesting but oh my gosh i'm also such a big action taker you know i am not someone that sits and thinks about things for months and months and months before doing anything like i am like i i know that i learn the most from doing i don't learn the most from just sitting and thinking about doing um so <laughs> it's really important I think for anyone in the spiritual community or anyone that's really really interested in manifesting is it still requires a lot of your action
0: (laughs) yes exactly I think there's something really powerful in the visualizing and manifesting because I'm the same as you like I feel like sometimes I have to actually say it out loud because I think if I say it out loud then it's setting the intention that I'm gonna do it yes and I'm somebody that doesn't want to let people down so if I've said it and then I'm going to do it. <laughs> so it almost make it turns that into an action just by, you know, almost somebody else can then hold you accountable for it as well, I guess. Yeah,
1: for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, what do you do when you feel unmotivated? When I feel unmotivated, um, I do things that day that I really, that I only, that I want to do. um, And I guess I remind myself that even if I just do like one small thing in the right direction today, that's still a productive day. Um, But yeah, Yeah. I definitely have those days where I want to just not do anything. And I think that's fine.
0: That's really good. So you just listen to what you know you need at that time.
1: Yeah, I don't force it. I just, you know, I just go, okay, what can I do to make, what can I do to find the joy today? What can I do to make this day feel good for me? Mm. um and you know even if i just do like one thing in the right direction that's still a positive day
0: yeah i think that's really like powerful because it makes you feel like you're very much in control of your own life then you know if you if you feel just really unmotivated and uncreative on one day actually letting yourself have a bit of downtime is mm. more beneficial and more powerful for your own self care i think than just powering on through
1: uh, yeah I think self-care really you know at its core is about really listening to yourself and caring for yourself um so like I, I you know I'm not someone that forces anything you know I'm not going to force myself to exercise if I don't want to I, you know I'm not going to force myself to to push things out if if I if I'm really not feeling it that day I mean obviously there's exceptions and you have to, um and if I'm on a deadline with something and I don't feel like doing it then I will usually still do it because I'm on a deadline um yeah and you know with exercise you know you do you do feel better after exercising so that in itself is is motivation but I generally feel like you gain motivation after you've kind of already got momentum with something if that makes
0: sense yeah Yeah, definitely.
1: Motivation just kind of dropping out of the sky and hitting you. um, Yeah, you actually gain motivation and energy from yourself. So from the actual doing it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so last question, and this is the question that I ask everyone uh, to end, which is, if you could give, and actually, before I ask you this, the interesting thing is that. Um I asked my mum this question the other day when I did a podcast with my mum, and she said it would be your book, The Goddess Revolution. <laughs> um but if you could give just one book to every woman on the on the planet, what would that book be? Oh, am I allowed to say my own book? <laughs> it's probably yes. <laughs> yes, you're allowed to say your own book. <laughs> I mean,
1: I feel like I'm not supposed to say that, but <laughs> okay, anyway screw it
0: so which one say so the goddess revolution
1: I think as a starting point
0: that's a good starting
1: point yeah yeah
0: I mean I am a big advocate of that I think every woman needs to read your book so I think it's a good choice
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so um I feel like my ego just had a massive like oh.
0: <laughs> that's okay you're allowed to celebrate the wins celebrate the wins <laughs> cool okay well thank you so much for coming on Mel oh thank you so much for having me and good luck tomorrow not that you need it and good luck for Loose Women on Thursday so will we actually see it on Thursday as well yes it's live okay oh amazing um and yeah like massive massive congratulations for the second book and I can't wait to read it thank you so much babe